0: what's happening people and welcome to the story time with mo podcast with mo and alex today so what's good we are with my partner in crime alex damerel and we're gonna we're not really sure what we're gonna do we're just gonna sit back relax and have a chat because a lot of people have been asking for the man the myth the legend to come on board because we know each other pretty well and uh we've got some some useful things to say sometimes Sometimes. sometimes. Yeah, so we'll keep it keep it a bit ch- casual because like a lot of these are quite preachy that I do sometimes. <clears throat> Obviously the last one talking about getting a camera shoved inside me wasn't very preachy. But um we we don't really have a direction, we'll just have a chat see where it goes and uh if you want to check out more stuff from myself, Alex and Tom as well, you can head on over to realevolutiontraining.com where we actually upload a, a weekly podcast on there with the three of us that goes over a lot more. Edgy kind of specific content relating to lifestyle, fitness, mindset, speaking to people, social skills, women, that kind of thing. So if you want to get involved in that, make sure you check it out. But anyway, without further ado, I used to say a Jew. Why? Why a Jew? Because I, I adieu, didn't know the adieu. difference between a and a Jew. What's the difference? A Jew isn't a word. <laughs> like, without further ado, <laughs>
1: oh okay you know yeah, what i mean yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, also alex mate, star- smart, are you getting like a bit cross-eyed Yeah, I, <laughs> bro
1: i don't like that <laughs> well,
0: wait, we're looking down the mic booms and it's slightly cross-eyed once that's, that's a, that's a, bit, a bit better
1: for me you know that's better i like that
0: there we go beautiful all right beautiful eyes mate. alex so tell us tell us tell me your life story mate the life story yeah well in 1994 on yeah. september 15th
1: to 26 <laughs> i'm 26 mate i don't feel it you know I think that's because I hang about with you guys. And I still feel young. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, I look okay for my age. I look pretty good. I mean, I'm a bit chubby now, but I count that to genetics and my lifestyle. You reckon? Is, yeah. I think uh, my lifestyle in terms of my, I think diet is massive. Mm-hmm. I think diet is so important to look in. I also think mentally, based on the books that I read, that it, however you feel young, you're, uh, your projected self-image of yourself yeah. is how 100%. you is how, like it's mm-hmm. mind over matter. it might sound woo woo hippie but they've seen it in studies and whatnot and how like the mind can literally cause diseases if you feel like you have it like hypochondriacs and whatnot and yeah bit of a segue but anyway yeah
0: no, no, no because like you get those um you know the classic like 19 year old that's working in an office doing like a really quote unquote old man's yeah, 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 job yeah. goes out to the pub every weekend yeah yeah it might be lifestyle but it might also be because and then they hang out with like 50 year olds at work all day every day mm. and they look about 50 themselves i reckon it's to do 100%. with 100 and on the other end of the spectrum you've got uh people that just act like absolute children and actually look quite young do you know what? Well, that's
1: probably what it comes down to is that what you're trying to say
0: what well, being you acting like children to be fair, mate our sense of humor is pretty autistic slightly like, i don't know if you're allowed to say
1: that that might
0: be a uh, triggering Actually, well,
1: mate, I actually might be on the spectrum autism. We don't know. People go through high functioning, uh, like CEOs and whatnot. I always question it a little bit, man, because my I don't know, sometimes, my, um, my uh, ability to focus is a bit so, certain,
0: th- certain things like I think you might have a smidge of autism, but obviously, it's a spectrum, it's not a, not a switch. There's a lot of uh, I wouldn't even,
1: make even more complex of a spectrum because I looked into it because I like to dig, dig deep on stuff and find out the reasons behind everything. Mm. Um, but then I was like, because my little brother, yeah, yeah, shit, you not. He's eight now, and it's it's gone away now. The symptoms, but he
0: had like loud noises would. My little sister was the same, man. Yeah, she'd like scream if the noises were too loud. Cover her ears. That's a bit freaky, though. Um, yeah. So, so it wouldn't Mirror. surprise. It wouldn't actually surprise if she got a smidge of autism mm. as well. But there was, so, did your little brother grow out of it?
1: Yeah, he's sound now, and he's he mm. can read, and he. The, the attention deficit has gone away a little bit, and so hopefully he's growing. Out my little
0: sister's like. 13 absolute legend love to bits but i i I reckon there's like a little sprinkle of autism in there but it's it's great like honestly she's really high iq incredibly intelligent so clever
1: some of the most most clever people in uh, maths in science in the scientists and sciences and whatnot etc in their field these experts in their field actually have are on the autistic spectrum
0: (laughs) i'm not joking the The autism podcast of Mel and alex
1: (laughs) hey feel good (laughs) But no, like they, they obviously have the negative connotation of like, it's a disability, it's a, but these often in the case, these people with autism, I'm, I'm not talking about the ones that are like really evident. Like you, you it's hard to function. You yeah, communicate. eye contact yeah. and yeah, social yeah. cues and et cetera. But people who are a bit, you have people high functioning.
0: they have They're CEOs. So obsessed with things, don't obsessed they? obsessed with things and mm. that,
1: that can be a strength mate.
0: I am. Um, yeah. So I reckon I re- it wouldn't surprise you if you're like, maybe not even like notable if you did like an autism test, but there's certain things that like our, our humor diverges quite a lot. Sometimes the way I say things, you know, you don't get it. So I, just, I,
1: I, I think that's a difference of what bring
0: sometimes. sometimes, but I think it's both. You think? Cause like, I reckon you, I wouldn't surprise you if you have got like a sprinkle of Asperger's, but then again, <laughs> like with my humor and in the way that I like can so easily offend people and just don't understand mm. why it wouldn't surprise you if I was like. On a slightly different like transient but somewhere getting out there towards that autistic side of the spectrum oh. it's probably me <laughs> could be asperger's could be autism it could be adhd whatever it is what it is and there's nothing you can do about it you work with the cards you've been dealt with you'll love this i uh, read something the other day and it is about how they linked a certain type of gut bacteria mm. to um autism in children so they found that when children were given, I can't remember the exact studies, but they found that when children were given uh, certain courses of antibiotics throughout their young life, which wiped out all of their gut microbiota, all the, all the flora and fauna in the gut, all the fucking ba- um, bacteria in their gut, mm. um, the children that later developed autism, like without seemingly having it, They found a certain type of bacteria that was like able to thrive because all the other bacteria died or it kind of like allowed this one bacteria to flourish like Mm -hmm. in disproportionate amounts compared to normal people. I think it's in the stall of autistic children. So it's like there's a, there's a, a theory that autism, a contributing factor, might be the bacteria in your gut. How interesting is that? So what would cause it? Um, antibiotics, they believe it's at what age? Of when they're having the baby has the, the vaccines. I, no, I don't think it's to do with vaccinations. I think it's antibiotics. Just, why, would, why would the baby have antibiotics? For example, if you, I think one of the examples was someone's kid had like an ear infection mm. and then they gave, they got prescribed antibiotics and they developed like a, a severe, severe autism. And uh, this is by no means, I haven't got the papers in front of me right now. This is not like anti antibiotics, but it's just something interesting that I I, I read. Yeah. And uh, the, the mother like did her own research and then raised it with a doctor. And then the doctor, I don't know if they did like a fecal transplant or something where they get poo from another healthy person and put yeah, it inside. Yeah, yeah. Or long story short, they basically looked into that and found out that this type of bacteria was like really, really high in abundance. And then they treated treated them to like get rid of this bacteria in the gut. And apparently the like all autis- severe autistic symptoms began to reverse, which is quite interesting. So they're just correlating it though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's it's all speculation. Mm. So remember kids don't take vaccinations antibiotics and uh don't don't eat (laughs) i don't know (laughs) just breathe but saying that mate gut
1: bacteria and diet specifically i think is like so important the book i'm about to read it's called ultramind but Mm -hmm. it goes on about how i think I'm, i'm gonna assume the synopsis is basically the your diet is linked to your mental health yeah and because not because of just like your brain but because of your gut bacteria and how that is interlinked with your what hormones are released and your mood, etc. Mm-hmm. And I know for me personally, when I um when I eat shit, yeah, obviously you feel shit—not just physically, but a yeah, mentally, a bit brain foggy, and mm-hmm. a bit, bit pessimistic, and a bit gloom sometimes. But I think that's a bit—that's quite fascinating on that.
0: There's another one called the—I think it's called the good gut, um, which is one I brought it for. Someone as a Christmas present. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> it came and I opened it up and started reading it. I was like, wow, this is really interesting. So now I'm keeping it and not giving it a Christmas, as a Christmas present. Happy yeah, days. Think,
1: I think uh, the human body, um, as a kid, I always looked. Did you look at like, uh, books as a kid? Yeah. Human body? Yeah. Oh, what? Like anatomy books? Yeah, and stuff. yeah, 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 yeah. I used to love it. I used to I love science. That's a, good, that's a good sign of it. not intelligence, but curiosity. You should feed that.
0: Always ask questions. Mm,
1: never, never blunt it down. I think when sometimes you get parents that uh tell the kids to shut up yeah and i'm i've got little brothers now so i'm very mindful to encourage that curiosity and a good way to flip that is you if they ask you oh why is the sky blue yeah you go why do you think it is yeah you really get them to stimulate their brain thinking but um
0: trying to get your nose touching the or oh, just a little bit closer just so you're a little bit got better levels not like right touching but just so you're a bit close to mike <laughs> <laughs> fuck's sake yeah dude it's it's funny you should say that because I think one of the one of the the things that I've noticed that I do like, whether it's really annoying or like really well, is um, I always ask questions. So if I was getting an ultrasound, like I was getting an ultrasound like last week, I would like I like made the doctor explain to me like exactly what each different um, shade of shade of color meant on the on the thing. Explain to me exactly where my organs were and what was fat and Mm. what was and how how it works and how he determines it and why like fat reflects. And like even if I like seem think I seem like an idiot, I will still ask it. But um, when I was younger, I remember being told off by adults um, for asking too many questions. I think my dad used to say it to me, man. It's so toxic to say to kids, like, um, what was it? It's, 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 it's just, um, I used to get told, um, don't ask why, just do what you're told. It's very uh, obedient. Yeah, and I met, but maybe because he said that, I actually, like, I actively resisted it. Mm. And now I make sure I always ask questions, no matter how stupid it sounds. Like, mm. I think that's a very sick thing. But anyway, man, um, where do we meet? Where did we meet? Like intro, yeah. London, London. It was
1: 2017. 2017,
0: I Nobody think said so. 2017. Nah, it's probably like 2015, mate. Nah, like, it wasn't because
1: I got an Instagram like 2015, 2016. Okay, okay, yeah. It was definitely. I think it was 2017. I'm pretty sure. At Alex Demerol. Alex Demerol, yeah, man, yeah. Menu account. Anyway, uh, we'll get to that in a bit. So I reached out to you. Was it me who reached out to you? I think so. You Jay. and uh, Jay. Living with Jay, yeah, yeah. Jay, Jay uh Fremantle in South Africa. Mm-hmm. Shout out. And we had to meet up with you for the part of our job was to meet up with influencers. Yeah, at what? Who are you working for? There's a company called uh, No Ten viz No Ten Yeah. And what what were you doing the, with them? I don't understand. Essentially, what this company does is we take brands and then we market them in such a way that they grow. So we're basically, were my part of the job was the social media side. So, oh, so I would, finding influencers to work. Yeah, with the brands. exactly, mate. That was it. Okay, sick. And then because. We followed each other. I was like, that Mo guy seems pretty cool. Yeah. And then Jay followed you. I was like, yeah, let's fucking hit him up. We're in London. No time at the present. And we know you were going to the gym shark thing. Well, I
0: don't, don't go too fast forward yet. Cause I just remembered this. Um, I remember because you asked me to go to dinner with you. And I'd never met any of you before, had I? Nando's. Yeah. You, well, took me to a nice little Nando's date. <laughs> and because I was like, uh, because he had a few followers, I was like, okay, he's probably not going to murder me. I was like, yeah, sure. He, he looks like he could be gay, but. <laughs> yeah. that's uh... <laughs> I look. That's That's, that's a big.
1: When I look back on it now, in hindsight, it doesn't really bother me to be honest mate, because it fucking worked. It got me
0: places. Dude, I didn't actually think that once. Like, although you, because you, you used to do shoots with like photographers that did a lot of quote unquote um, gay images, but it's just like Antilles, men's fashion
1: yeah. photography, for photography. It's yeah. the way, mate, with that industry, modeling industry, it's very gay. Mm-hmm. A lot of these agencies, a lot of these guys who scout you are gay. Yeah. And when I got scouted for Paris, the guy was gay and he fucking, obviously they didn't flirt with me, but he, he uh, not teased me, but you know, he complimented me. And, yeah, and, yeah. and it's like, ugh, he was, he basically told about that industry and how like, he went on models.com and he showed me like, even straight guys, like he's done shit. He's done shit. He's done shit. He's done shit. Mm-hmm. Okay. So let people, let photographers suck his dick for that <laughs> Dolce & Gabbana campaign. Fucking hell. For whatever. Yeah. And it just kind of like, it makes you realize like, like sex sells. And um,
0: you got to kind of like, he was like, you got to kind of like, play up to it. Dude, but I never once thought like I swear to God. Look at in your Instagram account, like being from like a a laddie small town. If you uploaded like a picture about a top off, uh, with a, with a picture without a shirt off, like mm. on Instagram or on Facebook or in a gym, you were like you were you were classed as insulted as being gay, or you know people would rip the shit out of you. Yeah, but yeah. So even coming from that dynamic where like people wouldn't lift each other up for being like, oh yeah, sick work in the gym. Like your Instagram before we'd even met, I was like, from the outset, I just fucking respected it because I was like, um, I was like, this guy just doesn't give a fuck. Like he's Mm. so sure of himself, confident. He doesn't give a fuck if some random overweight 40 year old guy called Brett down the pub goes, oh, what, what, what a gay boy uploading a photo like that. And I I respected that man.
1: Well, the way I see it, dude, is you never see successful people, uh, talking down on other people do you yeah You're too busy on their own craft or mm-hmm. anyone who's like anyone's got good physique as well is not gonna be like oh you fucking it mate or you, you love yourself a narcissist or whatever yeah it's always the people the little fucking dave in his bait in his mother's basement who's like an incel who doesn't go out and he's like obviously resentful of the world and bitter because mm-hmm. he can't he'd rather be the victim and it's usually those people that do the comments so i'm just like I take it, as I feel sorry for people like that. Well, it's, it's a reflection because you make so, him yeah, feel shit. That's exactly. why, that's the only reason. Mm-hmm. So I don't waste the time with the comments and it was just like, I know myself that I'm not gay. So I put the pictures out there like that. It's because I did what I had to do to get to where I wanted to go.
0: Sucked a few dicks Yeah, <laughs> took it in the book. kind of liked
1: it. And um, yeah. yeah, I got to London, got the job, uh, did a bit of modeling, Not nothing too serious. I could, it's not cut for me, mate. It's not not the modeling uh, that I was, Suggested to do, which was a fashion modelling, because I had the, I had the face at the time, mm. but I didn't have the height, so that really fucked me up for a while, mate. Because I now have got height complex, because it was like I would get turned away from like jobs and agencies, because like, oh, you look great, blah, blah blah, but you're just too short. Because good looking guys are a dime a dozen, and when you end up comparing yourself to so many lads, especially on social media, mate, I I, I didn't even care about looks before that, and now I found myself judging comparing myself to other guys. Wait, and but... how,
0: how how tall are you? Then you're the same height, are yeah, we? Five eleven. Well, yeah,
1: legit. I feel like, that, mate, you know when you say to a girl like you're five eleven online, oh, no one be- oh, no one believes you. No, oh, he's always five nine. Yeah, probably five
0: ten. That's like no I legit. I'm like I'm one eighty, but yeah, like, like um, I'd say that Tom because it's weird because you, me, and Tom, the RET boys, are, are all five eleven. Mm. I'd say Tom might have like a mil on us, a mil, but I reckon we're like identical height. Mm. Um, but yeah, we'll get to social media stuff in a minute, but um. Like so, you invited me to dinner, didn't you? I literally remember, mate, so clearly because I completely forgot about this. I was going for a, I was going for my first meeting to make these. I, I was, I was a message about this thing from his company, and they had this great idea to make these um, an app, and what mm. the app would do it would allow you to put workout programs on it, and no one had ever really done this or heard of it, right? And I was going for a meeting to have uh, have a meeting with that company, and I remember that I was driving up, and about two hours outside of London, I opened my door. And my phone fell out, smashed to pieces. I remember
1: this. Yeah, do you remember? You had to go to the Apple Store. We yeah,
0: I don't even know what I did. I think I um, I don't know how I met you. I think I I used Facebook or like something or Facebook on the Apple or, or, to, or somehow I managed to contact you on the Apple Store's computer, and then we <laughs> met up with I met up with you for lunch, yeah. and then we all went to this. Did you? Did I meet you up at Gym Shop Meet? uh i don't think so i think i met you after it yeah i was with gymshark at the time went to the gymshark meet was uh with with my guy mr david laid he was meant to come with with us to his first ever festival yeah um but he got way too way too fucking drunk in the gymshark meet and (laughs) yeah i won't go any further was uh it's in the past i don't think gymshark were too happy about my bad influence there and that was only with like four hours with david before we'd gone to a festival so um they weren't too keen to let me let me uh get my hands on that top him. boy <laughs> yeah but, but anyway so yeah i think i just randomly texted you didn't i I was like um what are you doing today i said to you what are you doing today mm-hmm. do I, think- festival. I can't remember exactly but i remember being
1: like no time at the present mm-hmm. and i've never been a festival so i was like let's do it
0: it was like this it was probably like when i just started getting festivals as well like the second was one I, yeah the second like proper one where I, I really started to get into the music and stuff mm. um but so we we all got in my car didn't we um, mm-hmm. You, me, Jay, Alex, and then we met up with Tom. You didn't know Tom either, so we, none of us really knew each other. I, I yeah. kind of knew Tom. I'd never really been out with him. Mm-hmm. I'd never been out with him, there, actually. Oh, really? No. Yeah, man. So we all kind of got to... I, I've been with him to the gym before, and that was about it. Um, and then we went, drove like three hours down south of England to Nas Festival. It was 2018. That was the year. 2018. And had the it? fucking time of our lives. Yeah, I mean, I remember... Well, I don't know if I should say about Jay... But
1: I basically, I remember taking a certain some, something, and then just being like,
0: "Great, fantastic." Okay, well nah, we could just say it, mate. It's a it's a grown up podcast. Mm, um, BCAAs, podcast, BCAAs, <laughs> yeah, amino acids, right? But in like pill form, yeah. <laughs> do you know like the really pill am- amino acids? Yeah, you know that ones that release loads of dopamine at once. <laughs> Serotonins. It's, it's, uh, yeah, yeah, serotonin is yeah, Dopamine's the, uh, the no go, yeah, mate. Yeah, yeah, Don't yeah. do that. It's bad for that's bad for you. That doesn't get you in contact with your uh, higher self. <laughs> Fun fact: everything releases dopamine. It do- yeah it does isn't it everything that you enjoy mm. even even little things even reading a book is a tie? Oh, dopamine Dopamine is the habit neurotransmitter mm. but yeah so what are you gonna what are you gonna say anyway i remember basically you know when you when you take that certain substance and then you feel
1: great about everyone and everything mm. and obviously the other person's sober yeah that's a little bit like not cringy because i think i, I kind of like that part of it because it's kind of like raw human soul emotion love yeah But I know, I just know that Jay was like, "What the fuck, mate?" I was like, "Oh, mate, you're such a sick guy." Because Jay stayed
0: sober, didn't he? Yeah, and
1: I was like, "Oh, we met up." I know it's like really uh, spontaneous, but it it turned out great, and uh... And we were just all absolute cannons, (laughs) all of us. But that's the first time I got introduced to DMB. Oh yeah, because you, you're you're from like the, the up north house techno and just and then you're suddenly like, what is this, lad? I literally I remember Man, walking, it gives me goosebumps thinking about that. <laughs> I remember walking into that part of the uh, the, the bottom of that the, the warehouse and it was mass, so the warehouse yeah, stage it was so busy and you could feel it through your chest and I was like, what is this? And like you don't dance obviously with necessarily with uh, D and B like you do with house, you like, kind of
0: so jump around, yeah. don't yeah, just
1: fucking get wavy, and uh, I was like okay then but luckily uh no it turned out pretty good and then uh that was the first of many yeah Uh, mate first first of many
0: so we kept on going to festival after festival well we uh, went to it we would go to like six seven festivals a year because we'd break in and stuff uh, for youtube make youtube videos at them and other things but other than that um that's pretty much how it all started wasn't it Mm. and then when did you you were like in london weren't you Sorry, you were working in London, weren't you? Yeah, I but,
1: remember. I I think you rang me. or rang you. Ne- is this me. the
0: next festival?
1: Oh, I can't.
0: Yeah, well, it was around it about that time. Southwest four? Is the next
1: <laughs> one? Was it that or was it afterwards? I remember calling you in, in London. being like, bro, I don't really like the nine
0: to five and blah 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 blah. Yeah, talking about like working with people and we're like, oh, we should be out there living. Oh no, I think this was okay. So because we went to another festival. Um, just to clarify, we're not like junkies or anything going out and, uh, absolutely destroying ourselves. This was, was like a, we don't really go home. Actually, me. most might've been a month, a week or two apart, to be fair. It's pretty quite bad. We were, anyway, we went to another festival <laughs> and, uh, you would work the next day at 9am, didn't you? Oh, that
1: was, uh, that was interesting. So yeah, we went Southwest 4. This was... And mate, you don't realize, you know the tickets for that? Yeah. It was a ball ache to get. Oh, you had to get on with Gumtree, didn't you? No, nah, not even that, lad. I had to sell the other one, didn't I? I had to sell the other one. Yeah. To some girl. So I met up with her in London. Yeah. Sold that. And I was like, right, now I need now need to go and get the right ones. I can't remember which. Oh, you were like
0: a Sunday and we're going a Saturday. That something was it. Like yeah, that. yeah.
1: Or maybe it was Reading. I don't know. It was something like that. You didn't mm-hmm. go reading, you wanted to go southwest. So I was like, right, I need to get those tickets. Met up with a guy outside of London, didn't really know London that much. Anyways, like a it wasn't dodgy, but I don't know, it just felt a bit dodgy. Got the ticket, long story short, I was like, mate, this better be fucking worth it.
0: Yeah. Met up with John. Oh, John was there as well. Yeah, yeah CrossFit yeah, John. Yeah. He, he wants to get... He, you've got to get into another festival this year. But anyway, mm. we went to went to a festival, didn't we? And you had work at like 9am the next day. And by no means was it a little session. We're talking about like... We maybe stopped at like dancing. Started at like 6pm. No, it's because it's in a daytime. Probably started at like 2pm. We got the pictures for a member of Brandon as well. Yeah, and what? then we... Um, after party. Went to the after party until like 4am. I, I love the after party more. <laughs> Same, mate. I wasn't going to go to the after party, was I? Until uh, I was persuaded to go by my ex-girlfriend yeah, another yeah, girlfriend yeah. at the time but yeah anyway i went to that and then you had work and you were still like fucked up for work right. weren't you yeah i had to get the uh obviously you got the underground everywhere in
1: london and i just remember getting that like five six a.m back to my flat and then people are obviously going to work and i'm all like like just zombified i'm like i've got i've got to go to work in uh selfridges which is like <laughs> one of the, the busiest uh Stores and nice high end retail stores, yeah, yeah, where you suit and whatnot. You used to wear a suit, yeah. You've got to speak to customers, you got to be polite, etiquette, and courteous, anyway. And with my job at the time, I could not, they were like kind of um, not, I'll say what's the word? They were really adamant, they were very like almost regimented, not even regimented, they were like not psychopathic, but it was basically what I'm saying is they, you could not let any customer go by, even if it was a person who was not of the demographic of the of the product you're trying to sell. Mm-hmm. Like you got ask them anyway, because you never know, yeah. And so doing that with no sleep after taking BCAs. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, I can't do this. Like I, like I had to stand there for eight hours on your feet, mate. after going to the festival and do like about 40,000 steps. Oh, mate. But, uh, and then my boss found out as well because I posted about it on social media. So I never do
0: that. Yeah. And then, and then I think it's after probably that ordeal that you, we spoke on the phone. And then mm. what did you say? Like you didn't want to do nine to five shit or no, because was, was, were you in your new job? when you... Yeah, yeah. Okay, I was so, living in London. So you got another yeah, nine to five, but it was one. like a, it was like It's a, in the
1: same company, but this time, instead of Selfridges, it was more of the social media marketing in an office. So they kept me in a nice fancy place in Westminster, but I wasn't happy, man. Like, the money was good, but... Just doing a bit of modeling on the side as well, weren't you? Well, yeah, I was trying to get that started, but they did... I feel like they didn't want me... Maybe it's skewed in my memory, but I feel like they didn't want me to do that because I tried to go to agencies and then they would... Um, uh get iffy about it or just like kind of block me from doing so yeah and to. I, I felt like they wanted to keep me for the company i don't know it's probably obviously i'm biased in my own um in my own viewpoint standpoint on that mm-hmm. but yeah i did i did that for a bit and then i was like i'm building someone else's dream here like okay the money's good but i'm not getting any younger and I don't know if I'm caught up for a nine to five. You know, I've been a mechanic.
0: I think I would like ask you to do stuff and you'd be like, nah, I have to work Maybe as well. Yeah. That I didn't, maybe it's ego, but I also don't like being
1: told where I should be based off of like someone else. It's like
0: everyone wants freedom.
1: Yeah. And then, and also at the same time, it was like, I know this might sound quite um, arrogant, but I was like, I know I've got a decent amount of potential, potential, Mm
0: -hmm. like
1: good looking lad, you know, in my prime, Pretty, pretty social, pretty like socially uh, competent, etc. Like decent skills, understand social media. Maybe that was a bit delusion on that side because the followers does go to your head a little bit with that. But I was like, I'd rather just struggle on my own. Because you'd have started following you at like, like 50K about that, weren't you, I think? Well, the thing is, man, with this, about 45, but the... Uh, people often undermine like the right place at the right time when it comes to success like luck is a big part of it and part of luck has been in the right place at the right time so for me with my instagram i think i was just in the right place at the right time where it
0: boomed yeah because that, that i remember looking at your account you had a lot more followers than me when we first met because i was on like you're probably over double yeah and i was like it was like in the back of the day there was, like, there's probably no one with over like a million followers, really, because no, it's no. the golden like the starts so at forty five k was probably like half a million by today's standards.
1: Yeah, it was considerate. Mm-hmm. and um, I mean, it was definite, definite social proof. Uh, and I remember my, my likes being like ridiculous, like not that you should value likes at all. I think it's really, really stupid. But yeah. Know, yeah, we still your do interaction it. was like ten percent, it's like mad, wasn't it? Yeah, I used to get like ten k likes on like an account with thirty k followers. Yeah, I remember you, even even you, yours was decent. Remember we went to that Southwest four picture? I took that fucking picture. Yeah, and uh, it did great. Those are the days where it's easy in the to day. grow. Yeah. Yeah.
0: but now I think now we got to get on the TikTok, mate, and become TikTok fuckboys. Either
1: that or Instagram Reels. I think like that's the one that oh, rewards him. Yeah. But, but I can't bring myself
0: to. Yeah, me. mate, social media. Then but, um, what about it, mate? Well, that's what we're going to talk about, wasn't it? Do it, go over it a little. Was on social it media. was mental health and etc I mean,
1: everyone goes on about it.
0: But you can, you can kind of yeah I think it's good to yo-yo back to kind of life story. But uh, I reckon you should go back to it if it's relevant.
1: Yeah, I mean, what, yeah, what, absolutely, bro. Like. Social media is a tool and it's cool to hate on it and be like, oh, it's the fucking devil's work. Mm. But again, it's a tool and if you use it right and if you govern it, because we don't know the long-term effects of it and there's just no guidelines or there's no governing rules of like, oh, this is a limited amount of time or et cetera. And so we've just been allowed absolutely unlimited access to these easy dopaminergic responses, et cetera, uh, likes, comments, engagement, et cetera, Mm -hmm. validation by strangers halfway across the world saying like how you've help them and how like good looking you are. And, I am a god. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I literally like I was like
0: I had not, my narcissism was was much
1: more yeah potent. Yeah there's definitely
0: a correlation between narcissism and
1: hundred yeah. percent. I think it was a statistic and like narcissism's been on the rise since the, the internet's
0: been invented and yeah. it's spiked especially with social media. Everybody can be a somebody with a few followers. It mm. talks about in the laws of human nature, Robert yeah. Greene. Yeah. And everybody has a little bit of narcissism in them. Everybody.
1: We're it's all like seed, slightly narcissistic. Seed, yeah mm obviously some more than others and it just depends on you know environments and upbringing and whatnot but for social media for me i remember my my best mate um he even said to me like at that point in my life where i was doing the modeling i had the followers and whatnot he fe- he said i wasn't listening to his conversations uh i would switch off if it unless it was about me and, mm. and looking back at it now i was like what I fucking could but when you're in the eye of the storm you don't see it yeah um, and you literally believe like you're some grandiose kind of well, I must be special because I'm, I'm like my opinions must be right or valid because how have I got so many follows? people validating them? Mm. Yes, you must be correct. Well, really, like who are they? They don't care about you.
0: I think so. Obviously, we're gonna like I get I can see it from all sides, but I've never it's it triggers me though so much when people use um when people use social media as an excuse though. Like I, in the sense that you're probably not what you think I'm gonna say, but. When people use social media as a, as a reason to be insecure, and they're like, "Ah, oh, but look at all these people doing this and this and this," and it's like, I feel like I feel uh, I feel so shit because I'm not as pretty as them or I'm not as muscular mm. as them. I do understand the premise. I think that's just victimhood. Yeah, but exactly, it's, it's just easier. To play it the triggers victim. me because it's like, mate, that's a very selfish notion because you're thinking people care about about like how successful you are, or You don't. How how big your tits are, or no how big your no one gives a, no one gives a shit other than yourself. Yeah.
1: no one gives a fucking shit. I think that stems from when you when you play the victim, you get a kind of kick out of it because it's like, oh, I'm a special snowflake. Look, I've been I've been wronged, and I get to capitalize on that and 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 shout about that. Like, oh, look how look how it's not fair, and I'm the victim, and I'm not pretty, but boo boo hoo. No one cares. No one no one really cares. And like I said, use it as a tool, but don't become too attached to it because it will bite you in the ass. And uh, for me, it was, I got humbled. Uh, I think part of it was like, yeah, we'll get into it probably later, mate. But I feel like social media definitely um, fueled part of my, or maybe was was um, not the catalyst, what I'm trying to say, was a proponent in my depression.
0: You reckon? Yeah. Because psyche. Uh, mm. can, I, can I bring him up to speed and you correct me? Shoot. Because long story short, because after you, basically you quit your, did you quit your job and move back home? Yeah. No exit, no exit plan. So yeah. So why did you? Why did you move back home? Were you depressed at this stage, or did you just have enough of where you currently are at and doing? I think it was multifaceted. I think had enough. of Multifaceted. Do- I love that word. Ooh, vocabulary. Read them, mate. I've actually got a a list of words that I write down that, I've, that i don't yeah. know that I've started to. What, what did I learn this? A- anima. I learned this week. Anima. Yeah. Um. I think that's the. There's this notion from. I think it might be Carl Jung Carl Young. Oh anima. Carl Young. Young
1: in Jungian uh, psychology. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. The id and the ego, the anima.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's what that's why I wrote, I wrote down. Sorry about what you said anyway. Forget about going off tangent. Know. Uh about oh, about, about uh, no exit plan, leaving your job.
1: Yeah, so and I was also gonna say as well, another quick tip about Reading. Uh hey Siri. Every time Reading i was go, Hey Siri, what does oh shit hey, say, so what does this mean? What does that mean? And then literally, mate, it sticks. Absolute hack. Same, yeah. I, really happens, what? yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so I, I quit with no real exit plan. <laughs> <laughs> Shut the fuck up here. <laughs> so I quit with no real exit plan. And then- that is a bad idea because what you what you're doing is you're in limbo you've got no purpose and one of the most important pillars in terms of like happiness and and fending off depression is having a sense of purpose a sense of direction yeah a sense of direction sense wake, waking up in the morning like okay let's get to work if you wake up lost lost and aimless and just drifting and cruising
0: depression's going to start creeping in Bro, I, I always think i do think people should um should quit their job if they hate it or if they don't like it 100% but something jordan peterson was saying was that um it's okay it's it's one thing to quit your job like it's brave to quit your job and look for something else but it's like it's true it takes true courage and willpower to continue doing the job that you hate and then mm. use every ounce of free time to build something else whilst you're at the job, and mm. then you quit mm. i think that's much better advice if you have the option to do that but yeah, yeah go on go i think on. it yeah
1: i think i just want to expand what you said it's, it's easy to say, oh, quit your job, follow your dreams and whatnot. But when you've got kids, when you've got a mortgage, when you've got bills to pay, that is much easier said than done. Mm-hmm. But if you're young, if you don't have any responsibilities and you actually pan out and think, okay, what is the worst situation? Like we've said this before, what is the worst possible situation if, if I take this risk, calculate risk? You put nine times out of 10, you'll be fine. You've yeah. got people to turn you that can put a roof over your head so that you can get back on your feet. But for you, the worst situation. <laughs> but for me, <laughs> But for me, right, okay, so, Moving back home to a place that's quite secluded, in the middle of nowhere, with no real extra plan, with no purpose, with no, yeah, whatever. You're not know what trying to say. You wake up and then you're back at home with mommy and daddy, okay? 24 at the time. And so my parents, okay, I think don't listen to people unless they've done what you want to do. Agreed, agreed. Mm-hmm. And so when my mom, my mother said, uh, I had about, I saved about 10K yeah. in that job. And I was like, okay, well, I'm going to go. We're going to we get a house or something. I was going to get a or? motorbike license because I was like, well, at least that's something to do. Yeah, yeah, in. yeah. And then my mother was like, oh, don't do that because the money's going to go. The scarcity mindset. But then, long story short, with that, I listened to her. And because I didn't take any action because I was like, oh, scarcity, the money's going to go. Yeah. I need to wait till I get a job. But well, I couldn't get a job because I started getting depressed. And because I got depressed, I got fat. And because I got fat, I didn't have high, high self esteem. And then it was And a you're in a shit area as well, like, weren't you? There's
0: not a lot of jobs around there. Lad, I literally like, suicidal bro downward spiral man mate. Mate, oh, so didn't you learn how to tie a noose
1: <sighs> yeah mate we won't go there that. yeah jesus christ
0: <laughs> literally
1: like that dark yeah because uh, like yeah you you can be your own worst enemy and your own best friend you know the, the prisoner of your mind and literally waking up because you don't have a sense of purpose and then the self-negative talk which i didn't know anything about at the time but now i know that like that is like such bullshit that happens to uh I think a lot of guys will have like negative talk because I think men, right? Obviously women want to be successful, but even more so for men, because it's considered, uh, a sign of high testosterone because you, you, you're high in assertiveness to, to go for that job role. Oh yeah, cetera, absolutely. Right?
0: Yeah, there's, there's, uh, there's more. I'd say there's more pressure on men yeah. to be successful 100%. than women.
1: I think that's a very reductionist view and I'm obviously- in, in,
0: some, in like- In general terms. In general yeah, terms. In, in, obviously human in,
1: beings are complex and not every woman's the same, not every man's the same. In success in business then. Yes. Yeah. Let's, let's use yeah. that specific example. So I think when you don't, when you when you feel frustrated and you feel stuck, and you know you kind of like you want to do well you want to do your friend your friends and your family well and you don't and then you allow that negative talk to that negative voice to um beat you up it's kind of like f- it's f- further's that downward depression uh, spiral of uh, depression mm-hmm. and and uh it's it's hard to get out of man i think the one of the best ways to mitigate mm-hmm. that for people who struggle with um Self doubt and that little that little voice sometimes it's like who are you to do this or like remember those failures remember that awkward time yeah is speak to people that bring you up or surround yourself by others that bring you up but because I was living at home and uh, men don't talk, don't men don't speak about their emotions I didn't really I, could, I couldn't really have anyone to speak to you about it so it just got worse but it's well, so complex what well, you
0: me. say as well about your uh, the way your mum spoke to you and it's like even if you can actively like oh, it's um it's the laws of human nature talks about this no no um. Thinking, grow rich. The Napoleon Hill. Hill, yeah, mm. and it just goes on about the power of your subconscious. And even if you can consciously, like, there's studies to back this up as well. The power of, like, even if you realize that something is something is happening, like, in terms of you realize that someone is mm. manipulating you or whatever it is, your subconscious mind cannot determine between what's real and what's not. And even if you can, you're consciously aware of what's going on. So if by mm. your mum saying shit like that to you, that's only gonna plant the seed in your head of negativity and put you on that downward spiral but it's, yeah. it's like dude because i felt when i moved home it was i, I don't think it is as bad as you had it but um it's not a competition i everything's a competition i was I'm more this. depressed <laughs> no i was gonna kill myself you didn't tie a noose. <laughs> 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 yeah but, um, but when i moved home from uni i felt like a similar thing man where i had like no no clear-cut Clear cut. I had no goals really. Mm-hmm. I had no clear cut goals. I got my hundred k on YouTube. Whoopee fucking do. Um, I I'd, I'd been sponsored by Gymshark. That was my only real thing I was going towards at the time when I was in uni. Um, I didn't know what I wanted to do in terms of work. I was at home. I didn't have a lot of money. Um, I I got fat. I was smoking weed every single night, playing uh, Fortnite until like three a.m. and then waking up at like twelve p.m. and then just finishing this like reoccurring. I'll just c- continue this reoccurring cycle of eating shit food sitting down scrolling through social media yeah. all day in just such anguish I like wanted to cry because I was so pathetic. <laughs> mate, I me. literally just used to sit there like just sc- I remember just scrolling through Twitter um just constantly refreshing it just going down and like yeah. it was so like frustrating because you know you're a piece of shit doing nothing. <laughs> and then you beat yourself up more. Yeah and so man- then you go and eat shit. <laughs> <laughs> stuff your face full of food. That, no. and then yeah dude and that's uh, it's fucking mm. it's fucking dreadful mate. But um but I was, I, was just, I was thinking about it just saying, as you were talking um, like in the in the last year, although it's been a massive risk on like all, cause all of us moved in together, didn't we? Mm. All of us live together. We're not from the last like few weeks, we haven't been just due to housing and a few other things. Mm. So uh, we will, we'll pretty well eventually again, but we're all still doing bits together. We own real evolution training. But um, in terms of like my overall mindset and happiness in the last like year, despite the ups and downs, and despite like the coronavirus and everything's going on, I think, like overall, I've been far like. If I was to look at where I am now compared to, yeah, like a year ago, I'd be like, "Holy shit!" You've done so well. Yep. Yeah,
1: absolutely. And yet, would you say that you're perhaps not satisfied, or sometimes you feel like you're not getting somewhere, or some days are wasted, or? I, I'd I'd say yeah. I'd, I'd say I'd
0: say I do have that. Fucking mm. phones. Um, I'd say I, I do have that, but overall, man, I think my my happiness and emotional state if you like put like the average for this year even considering everything that's gone on, has been higher than it previously has been Mm. i think it's just down to environment with like you boys um like meditating and uh, really really meditating being Mm -hmm. more mindful and considerate because i I do really think about these things Mm -hmm. but it's like um like bro i was thinking about the other day as well for example like the fact that we all we all read a shit, ton. Like, yeah. we do. Oh, I Don't know if I've said this I've said this before. But <laughs> By the way, <laughs> Alex, Alex got got ask me, bro, how many books do I read? How many books do you read in a week? Go one. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we read a lot, don't we? Yeah. But it's only when I go like with my family and shit, or like go go home and everyone's just sat watching TV, mm-hmm. or like I spend time around my mates' house and see his family, and like. Yeah. That I realize how kind of how different our ecosystem is that we have created, but it's just yeah. our reality and our normality. Yeah,
1: it's just different paradigms, isn't it? It's different. It's different values and habits. Your vibe so, attracts your tribe. Vibe, they, vibe attracts your tribe. Always said it, and uh, I think it's so important to be. Uh, what's the word? Not mindful, but guard your environment of who you allow into your life. It's going to lead into self-conscious. Yeah. They will dictate your future. Show me your friends or show you your future. Mm -hmm. I really, really believe in that. And I put an email about this out. I put an email about this out. I put an email out about this the other day Yeah, yeah. about being almost a snob. Obviously not in a malicious and horrible way. Yeah. But guard who you hang around with because if you hang around with millionaires, even if you're a dumbass, even if your IQ is 15, yeah, inevitably you will be a millionaire. Yeah, I agree with that. And it goes both ways. If you start, if your mates are smoking weed, if your mates are going out every weekend, mm-hmm. guess what you're going to be doing? That. Yeah. So don't moan that you can't get anywhere in life. Look around, sorry to get me really motivational, but like really motivational, but it really, um, really passionate about it, man. I think it's so important. I think people don't, they're not even conscious of this. Yeah. I'm like, scan your environment.
0: Like Lack of awareness. My
1: parents, for example, hold it. Obviously I love my mom and dad, but, Their paradigms of where they grew up, their generation is completely different to mine. They don't understand social media. They don't understand the possibilities. They're not educated in money and how to run a business, et cetera. Uh So why would I listen to them about anything? And that's very, obviously, yeah, wisdom, uh, age brings wisdom. And there are certain things I would listen to. But when it comes to uh, psychology, when it comes to bettering yourself as a person, I've learned that through reading books, through YouTube, et cetera. So
0: yeah. I don't know where I was going with that. Oh no, you're talking about um, who you surround yourself with and mm. how, like, yeah, I 100% agree with that, man. Like, if you stay with the same group of people, like, if you stay at home with your parents and just keep seeing the same friends, yeah. you are destined to live the exactly the same life your parents live in the exact mm. same town doing the same shitty dead-end job. And it's like, look at people, like, <laughs> find me someone who has grown up around, around millionaires who has, like, an ounce of... An ounce of discipline in them and actually wants to make something of themselves Mm. someone that's grown up around incredibly successful people they will be successful it is inevitable Inevitable. is that yeah and it's like i've said it before man it's like what i love about skydiving is like the people that it attracts like the people i've met um like ben that was on the podcast as well is one of them that have like so much value and i can learn so much from Mm. is like next level but it's just about actively seeking out those people Environment, mate. Everything. Mm. Well, what is it? It's uh, obviously the average of the five people you spend the most time with. I think it might be Jordan Peterson again. Someone else I heard as well that in terms of if you want to work out how much money you're going to be making, look at the five people that you spend the most time with and divide their average income oh, by really? five. Yeah, A formula. Um, yeah, and then that the average of the average income of the five people you spend the most time with is what you're going to earn. You know, mm-hmm. you spend all your time working in, I don't know, let's say Starbucks. You're probably going to be earning. Relative to relative to what your colleagues and the people you yeah. spend time with. It, yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: And it's the same with like, say for example, me being on a on video or on camera or doing what you do, right? It's rubbed off on me. Mm-hmm. So again, with it, I see it as healthy competition. Yeah. Do you remember right? when
0: you first started? <laughs> like yeah. in a podcast?
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah, of course, man. It's, it's But that's the thing, like you, you're going to be shit at anything yeah. when you first start. And for me, I've got a bit of an ego and if I'm not good at something, I'll go and do it in silence or in private till I'm good at it because I've, I've just you to be of like, like i hate i hate shit i hate feeling yeah, shit yeah. like it is what it is it's ego whatever mm-hmm. i've got an ego everyone has mm. i don't no nah. no you're enlightened but i have no ego <laughs> fuck <laughs> off <laughs> <laughs> so i think where's the track of thought so yeah practice and 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 just suck it up because now like the environment that's rubbed off of me with the the reading uh knowing what's capable uh knowing what's possible because of uh, the environment that you put yourself in. So obviously you and Tom and moving out as well is a big one. Getting away from the old environment yeah. has opened up new horizons and mm-hmm. made me see, realize what's possible. Like, actually, you don't want, I can fucking do this. Yeah, Like, I'm not just some mummies boys 24 living at the parents like now i'm an online coach it's probably going to end up going into life coaching yeah I'm probably going to be doing seminars and i'll probably end up doing a ted talks the way things are going well wait, next year
0: we'll do, we'll do next year we'll, we will do seminars. We're doing seminars rarity 100 yeah, yeah. yeah
1: and i've already got a place to practice them now at the moment so hopefully that will um
0: you know uh the gym Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah get involved, let's get, it's 2020, 2021, let's get some salt Yeah,
1: Yeah, so there's that. So uh, this is this was by no means an accident. This all happened cause and effect. There's a reason for everything. This all happened because of the environment and the people you surround yourself with. So if there's one thing I would say to anyone listening to this and a piece of advice from me is uh, check your environment, check your friends, check your family. And if they are not conducive to the life that you wanna live, cut them out as ruthless as it may be cut them out even though you're loving mom and dad and your best friend they may not be the best for you and so I think I think it's a necessary evil to be like coming back to you know guard your circle because it will dictate your future
0: 100 percent man hundred mm-hmm. percent you were saying a minute ago about um, what was it you were talking about uh, how oh about uh, having about how you don't like being seen, seen as being shit or something. Yeah. Yeah, which I think ego in is, is is good in some ways, it I think. Great. But it's, yeah, ego is, is important. Um, like I don't know if I'd actually want to be enlightened and have no ego. Or no. maybe that's just my ego speaking. Who knows? Ooh, yeah. So fucking trippy. deep, man. But yeah, but I but it is it is essential, but I think it's just how you use it. It's a tool to be used. It's like mm. um it's like cocaine, you know. You got to go fight Mike Tyson. You got some cocaine on the table. You're, you're having that cocaine. <laughs> I'm joking, <laughs> um, but no. Uh, where I was going to this? Was uh, the-, the dosages <laughs> how <he> uses. <laughs> Where I was going with this was what you're saying about um, not liking uh, or or how you really didn't like to be seen as shit or something. Yeah. One of the... one of Something else that has really stuck out to me, like there's a few things that people are like, oh, do you get anything from reading a book a week? It just wouldn't go in for me. It's like, yeah, not everything goes in, but certain like things really like stick into my mind, like a broken shard Mm. of glass. Yeah. And one of the things, I think it's from a book called The Ten Times Rule was um, how you want to do... um, Oh, it's not The Ten Times Rule. It's one about working it's not the four hour work week it's a book about oh i can't explain it briefly i might be able to go it it it's got i think it's got a yellow cover on it that's all <laughs> i remember what the book looks like um it's not the 10 times rule it's not the four hours the negotiation four hour work week nope uh, I don't know any yellow ones mate it. it's got a yellow cover i think it might be red writing on it this is really bothering me i'll put it down in the show it's down below but go any on. anyway it talks about um the craft and mindset Craft mindset. versus passion mindset i can't okay. remember what book it is but anyway there's a part in that and it talks about something called deliberate practice and it's like how um on if you could take like a hundred people that are incredibly successful one of the, the key things to their success if you want to get good at something quick this is seven
1: habits of highly effective
0: people. no if you want to get good at something quick what you should what you need to do is you need to find someone that's an expert at it, a mentor or someone that's good at it and then what you do is you deliberately seek criticism. Mm. So no matter how shit you are, you kind of like got to get over your ego. And it's only because I was, I, I, I still am, but I was like really the same. And like, I like to be good at things. I'm everything, I, or most things that I do, I'm known to be like mm. shit hot at it. And I guess you're the same, you know, you've always had a sick physique. You've always been like, the, the things that you do, you know, you're good at. I think I'm obviously
1: buzzing with my own horn here, but I think I'm a bit of a jack of all trades when it comes to, Loads of little things
0: where it's, uh... Physically, like I've got pretty good coordination. You can backflip, put on the gymnastics. Um, Yeah, it's a good gymnastics, flexible. But, um, strong as fuck as well. Good genetics. Well, yeah, it's just genetics, really. But, but the, the, the one thing is, is the, uh... Is literally is is something called um deliberate I think it's called deliberate practice or deliberate active, no active feedback. Mm. I can't even remember the name of it. I know what it. you're on about. Right. The book is called So Good They Can't Ignore You and I can't remember the name of the uh, the name of the term, but basically it's something called it's something like um seek active criticism or something along those lines. So basically what it is is that you 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 are so, you find an expert, someone that's better than you, and you you tell them mm. to tell you mm. everything that you're doing wrong. Everything is shit. They don't give you a nice uh they don't tell you all the things you're doing well, they just tell you yes, everything. Man. Everything's they tell you everything it's bad. Yeah. Mm. And then on that, it's like how people get better, you know. You you find you want to learn guitar, you find someone that's really good at guitar, and you get them to show you how to do it properly or how to play something properly, and you kind of like suck up your ego and um and let and be vulnerable and let someone else help you. Mm. And that was like that I read that this year. Um, and that was one of the things, one of the things for me. That kind of made me realize, oh fuck! Like, I should, I should get over myself and start, um, and actually start like seeking out, seeking out deliberately this Put your ego aside, this criticism, yeah, because it it, it it like makes your performance exponentially increase. It's like mm, we've producing, yeah. Like, I'm I'm producing music at the minute. It's one of the things I want to do. I'm just seeing how it goes though, rather mm. than putting all my eggs in the basket. Is I'll like send something to to my mate or jo- one of my mates, Josh Unglued, and if I send him a track, I'll be like, tell me everything you hate about this. Like, tell me everything you don't like about it. What's shit. And then just kind of get over my ego and then realize that that's hopefully the best way to get good quick. Mm. Suck your pride up and just, yeah. Take the advice. Suck it up. <laughs> Slurp it up, mate. Should we go back to social media? Go. Shoot. What do you want to know about it? All right. No, because we're going to talk about social media, won't we? It's quite a plan to do. Yeah. I, th- I
1: think I think it's quite, a, it's quite a trend to chat about as well. Like, oh, mental health and social media.
0: Oh, but, positive, positivity. Like, I don't want
1: to like hate on social media. I think part of it is great. Like we wouldn't have met. We wouldn't have RET, we wouldn't have so many things. Mm-hmm. But again, you gotta govern that shit, man. Because if you're on it every day, like I have a timer now and I've got parameters in place so that it doesn't affect my mental health. And I know that I can guarantee right? I was saying to this earlier, uh, a lot of these people you see on social media, I put my fucking balls on the line. A lot of them are probably not as nice as they appear on online. It's all a facade, it's all what they want you to see. And uh, if you look at some of these social gatherings, these social media gatherings, these influencer gatherings, if if, if you take a bird's eye view or third person perspective of, of it all, what are they all doing? They're essentially all narcissists posing for the camera. I'm going to get a lot of hate for this, but it's just how it's seen. Yeah, it. yeah, go ahead, man. And obviously, not all of them, but there are it's social climbers and it's it's basically it's an ex, it's an exchange of okay what can this person with x amount of followers do for me mm-hmm. mm, clout mm, i can get uh, a, a not promotion i could get a, a collaboration with them or i could be seen in a certain light i can grow my personal brand and it's it's never it's never genuine and i think you have to be careful with that um i've, I've heard of a few people on social media being like fake friends because they just kind of want to be associated with them because of their clout etc or how they can benefit the person. How they can benefit yeah. them. Yeah, it's always an exchange. And, and, and that te- that tends to fuel narcissism because narcissists are always like, they see people lower as, as them and they see them as expendable and, and and what can this person do for me and how can they fuel my grandiosity, my my self-image of myself? And you see this on social media. You see it with people ex- exclaiming their, lo- uh, their love to the partners. Like, why? Why? Like, you, you don't need to say to the whole world how much you love someone. It's,
0: it's quite funny because there's... um. I'm by no means a saint, but like, I've never badly like fucked over or, or cheated on anyone or mm. like, anything like that. And, uh, but nonetheless, like the majority of people on, who are, who are big on, big on social media and in the limelight, like, not all of them, but mm. like the vast majority, I can guarantee like, uh, especially the lads are going out, cheating on their girlfriends all the time. Um, I, I haven't got enough fingers to count the amount of people that come to mind like straight away. Mm. And it like it's each to their own, you know, like it's, they'll, I think do what they want with it. But um, but, but like there I am, and I've I've never. I don't wanna make it about me too much. But for example, I've never cheated on a girlfriend. I've never done any, wronged anyone, anything like that. Mm. And people think I'm like this internet little fuck boy because I'm not not doing these like uh I don't know you know you know what I mean. I'm not can, not, not announcing my love for someone over social media. Instead, maybe I'm slapping slapping mm. her ass on on camera or something, you know, mm. or just being a bit being a bit of a cheeky little fuck. But then, then people seem like, "Oh my god, like this guy must be such a piece of shit." But mm. if only they knew, <laughs> the simp, <laughs> king simp, simp, <laughs> you are mate sharp. Nah, mate. All right, but nah, mate, nah, 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 nah. Nah, I don't like collars or anything, mate. I'm fucking well hard. <laughs> you don't fucking say it again. <laughs> nah,
1: I think uh, that is like kind of a uh, part of the the brand, if, if you think. I think that attracts people uh, in terms of like because you see it so obvious. Um, I think a lot i don't know if you want to express your love for your for your, for your girl fine on social media but no one really cares and i, I think it's slightly sociopathic i mean if you're listening to
0: this as well there's like i don't know probably hundreds of people that i know so if you're mm. listening and the glove fits well the glove fits it's yeah, uh nothing the pers- nothing personal like it says like yeah, each to their own man it's like, just not um, gonna please everyone, observation but, isn't yeah, it
1: I, I just think private is better man i think especially like for me, per, like when I was a bit more public about what action, I speak louder than words, mate. My ring, act the non-verba. It's um stoic ring, action, not words. I look at that whenever I'm talk. I don't like to talk too much either. There's a bit of a segue, but you ever find yourself talking about your goals or like about whatever idea or, and I'm always like, that's the ego coming out and making you feel good. That, oh, I know my shit or I'm going to do this. And it's like-
0: Yeah, know, all the time. And then I make sure I don't because you told me I'm too narcissistic. <laughs> 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 mate. <laughs> Bro, I'd rather be, be honest. And have oh, no, 100%. There, this is why, why we're friends, though, you know? like, R- Would you rather me be a yes guy? Fuck no. Exactly. Like, we're, like everyone... Um, and vice fr- versa. Yeah, exactly, man. I think if you're surrounded by people that are not going to tell you what they, think of what they think of you, mm. then you're going to be just become a grandiose narcissist and you will eventually crumble
1: because you are oh. deluded and then you'll come yeah you'll come crumbling down eventually so it's better to be yeah no, stab, def- stabby def- def- now definitely know. man
0: yeah i would I w- I like to be kept in check so mm-hmm. it's it's a good thing though it's it's yeah. how you fucking grow as a person you know but having people around you that give you that honest opinion on you it's like yeah it's like what you say about active criticism just constantly seeking out it's, and, as, and as well like think of think of people that um like oh, i like, it, you, could, you could, I'm pretty, well, we've established this. Like, you could say whatever you wanted to wanted to say to me. Mm. Like, in terms of your actual thoughts and opinions, no matter how horrible and painful it might sound. And I would just take it, like, take mm. it on board. And it's like- Contextual. I wouldn't just straight yeah. up
1: out of the blue, like, yeah. Because you got to, like, I think there's a certain way to say it. It's not what you say, it's how you say it. So I wouldn't be like, yo, you're being a straight up fucking knobhead right now. Yeah. But I, I would, like, but I wouldn't, perhaps let you- th- think on it mm. by not insinuating but I've, do, I've i've said it like uh let's say if i think i'm I, if i feel like i've like i've said in the past like i feel like sometimes you haven't listened yeah. then i won't entertain your um sometimes your conversations until like i've been meaning to bring it up to you <coughs> meaning to bring it up with you yeah because uh, then it's like it's an awkward one because when we're living together as well, like how'd you bring that up? It's
0: like training a dog. You got
1: to give me negative
0: reinforcement. <laughs> negative reinforcement. Pav- Pavlo's dog. Yeah. <laughs> 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 you you get yeah. you get a little whistle every time I, I do yeah. a behavior that you don't like.
1: Yeah. But like in all seriousness, I think conflict leads to resolution. Oh, absolutely. And, uh I think it's just better to bite the bullet. Otherwise, I think if we if I would have kept my mouth shut, mm. Resentment and the shadow, where like Carl Jung would have said if you follow Jungian psychology, the shadow would have grown and then it would have had a big burst out. Whether that would have been I don't think it
0: would have been a fight, even though you thought it was gonna be. Yeah, I literally <laughs> like, fought once me and Alex would have a fucking duel to the death. Like I literally is convinced right. we're gonna have a fucking yeah. But it didn't happen. We spoke no. it out and it's all yeah. good.
1: But how much better did you feel That's, after no, Yeah, fighting mate,
0: it's, yeah. It's fighting mate? I'm not even angry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good man. Yeah. But uh, the, the, the 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 main thing is though is like imagine having friends, mate. Like imagine having friends. Yeah, don't. that can't that like you can't say, like you can't criticize mm-hmm. because they're so like grandiose and narcissistic. Mm-hmm. Imagine mm-hmm. not. Imagine someone not being able to take, or imagine you like having saying like you. Criticising me for something, or saying yeah. saying criticising a trait of my personality that yeah, it, it might you you might be if I didn't have that trait, I'd probably it it'd probably benefit me greatly. But me being like no, yeah, no, what like mm. imagine me not being able to take that. I think it goes both ways, you know. Like I'll listen to you, you'll listen to me. Mm. Don't know how we got to this. Well, yeah, I don't know, but I
1: think I think it's not a bad conversation to have man because. Often the case we think of ourselves, and this is in the laws of human nature, another book. But yeah. Keep reading. But we think of ourselves as the all, as the all well doing, all always like the good person. And we've been wronged, and I think bringing med- with meditation, bringing awareness, and be like, actually, perhaps I'm a bit narcissistic. Perhaps I've come off a bit. Yeah. Okay, hang on a minute. Maybe there's because everybody thinks they're right in their own paradigm, their own world. You
0: know. oh 100 percent. Yeah, it's always someone's wronged me.
1: And this is where empathy is yeah. key. And it's like, hang on a minute. Maybe if I just put my ego aside and think, because. It's it's like uh what do we have this we said the other day uh sometimes I, like may I got the wrong um signal of thinking something was off yeah when in actuality it wasn't but it was because of the discrepancy of of like say like well it's it's all oh, it's assuming mm-hmm. it's assuming that oh this person is in a mood with me because of this when in like I said in actuality he's just having a down day you know yeah. he's he, he's not an emotional vampire uh, uh, was it emotional um, emotional vampire draining. Something, something like that. You know what I'm on about. Uh, but then the seed has been planted in your mm-hmm. head, and like, then you've built that, and then you start to feed that narrative. And you look—it's called a reticular activation system. So confirmation bias. Yeah, confirmation bias. Oh, You'll yeah. see uh, like evidence supporting your bias. So like, oh, look, he didn't—he's do done dishes. this maliciously. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And then it's not until you come to the conflict, like, oh, I didn't do that. I didn't mean it like that we are you about? it. It's like, oh, and then this whole like narrative comes crumbling down. Like, oh, okay, actually, because at the end of the day, I think people. Oh, oh, good intentions people want to be liked and, and people want to do well and what often the case what happens is it's a lack of communication mm-hmm. it's always a lack of and yeah it's business as well if there's no if the communication isn't there
0: you're doomed and it's the same with relationships there's dude yeah there's always um i just want to say as well how good are these headphones like listening to each other and they're all good aren't they we've yeah. got uh we're all mic'd up joe rogan style with the uh headphones on as well which makes your voice like a really easy to mm. hear
1: late night radio fm dj chris
0: star but yeah as as, we, um, as we, what you said about um miscommunication i think yeah that's a big one man that's kind of a mm. cause of cause of like pretty much all conflict which everything and it's um another book that i'm reading uh, extreme ownership by jocko willinks um mm. goes on about it quite a lot and it's like in, in business and stuff or in <clears throat> um like no one's no one's very very rarely unless someone's an absolute literally a, a literal psychopath no one is deliberately trying to like wrong you no or sabotage a situation. Let's say me and you both have two different ideas on how to do like a marketing strategy for RET and then we clash on it. And I think your idea is stupid. You think my idea is stupid. It's like from your point of view, like if you don't, if if you're not mindful of other people and you don't. You, it's so easy to think that it's so easy not to consider it from the other person's point of view yeah. but from their point of view with the information that they have that is the best option and it's you both have just both logical have both have a similar goal oh, it's mm, like mm. in the book jocko is using an example of um i think it's when they're in the when the U- u.s forces invaded uh ramadi in iraq which is like an al-qaeda stronghold um they the seal teams they had a the the um, the people in charge of the, of the seal teams who called the shots said that the seal teams couldn't go on operations unless uh Iraqi soldiers came with them and the Iraqi soldiers like obviously navy seals are like the 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 tip of the spear the best trained military men in the yeah. world special forces and uh then the the superiors said that they couldn't go out on operations unless they brought iraqi soldiers with them and iraqi soldiers are like known to be mm. trash like friendly mm. fire like freaking running backwards shooting ak-47s and stuff like that and uh the seal teams were like up in outrage about it and Jocko was like the, the, the head of the the head of task unit bruiser whatever it's called and basically long story short um, he he was he was pretty pissed off about why this is happening as well. But then he kind of thought about it from their point of view, and he's like, okay, why why are we in Ramadi? Is to so the so we can get a like a, a government formed in Iraq, a stable government, and give control back to the, uh, uh, the the appropriate Iraqi authorities. But if there's no if if the if the military aren't trained and we're fighting all their battles, how are they going to do that? We're going to leave, and then Al Qaeda would take over. But so then we would have to stay here indefinitely Mm. so it's like by from their point of view by the Iraqis coming it's going to train them up so they can then eventually take over the place of the us army and then blow logic and stabilize everything yeah but from the the seals point of view to begin with it was like because they didn't understand the full plan Mm. it just seemed like they wanted these like shitty iraqis to go with them who were going to like make make the mission go south and uh, they they were up in arms about it but when you actually think about and break it down and see it from both sides It's Mm, like- There's logic on both ends. There's logic behind it. It's just seeing the full picture. Mm. And that's, I think, business, arguments, like a lot of the time it's like that. Mate, I think think that is like having empathy and having
1: being able to take a big third person view of that takes practice. And often the case, we don't do it. We're not, I've said it before, but meditation really helps with this. Being able to, because, okay, so the Stoics think we have- what, what separates us from animals is our ability to reason. Our ability to not just react from what's happening to us, but stop, pause, reason, and then react. We're often the case we don't do this. We're actually more animals than we are human. Yeah. And so with that Jocko, Jocko Williams, is it? It book's Jocko there. Will- is it Jocko w- Willinks? Yeah. Wilkes? Jocko Willink. <sighs> Willink. He that did not obviously not come up, come overnight. That skill to be able to take a bird's bird's eye view and be able to see the other side of the coin. It takes a lot of empathy and it takes a lot of ability to reason with the and not get caught up in your own in your own paradigm, your own self, your own self, your own narrative. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. I'm right, me. Yeah, and I think like meditation has helped so much for that with me. Like how am I how am I coming across to others? How am I? What can I do to be a better person for others around me, and so that, that then eventually. I will get what I want because people will want to help me and, and, and support me on my own goal. Uh, I think it just comes back to meditation and empathy and how like, yeah, I think it's, I think it's so important.
0: To it's, it. it's weird, man, isn't it? Because you don't notice, it's not something like, like a drug you take and you notice it having a difference. It's, it's more like it's changing like your the hard wiring of your brain but it's so subtle yeah it's not like oh this is consciously happening like i'm taking a drug and i'm incredibly more productive yeah it's just like my the Mm. way i think is has is slowly shifting it's it's so slow and it's strange and you can catch yourself you
1: realize like for me uh the self negative talk or when i'm getting caught up in my own thoughts
0: or like overthinking shit. you realize when when thoughts are just thoughts they're not you yeah well, for, for me, it's when like I've had a few a few times where I've realised like my mind's like racing, like I'm thinking about yep. loads of different things, and then you're aware of it, and because you're aware of it, you can put a stop to it or yeah, slow yeah. it down. You're in control. Yeah, not the other way around. And people
1: people don't do this, man. People go through the nine to five, get all erratic and all caught up in their own head, and then pop a, an anxiety pill.
0: And I'm like beer and TV. Yeah, and I'm like yeah,
1: mate, check your mind. This is what you use to navigate the world and you're not going to look after it. Sharpen that sword, mate. It's
0: very, it's because basically you're the one that kind of got me into meditation because you Mm. did it before me. Um, And I didn't start until I was like, what, 23, 24, 24 now. Um, But yeah, I never really understood it or, could see the benefit of it before me neither for a good year mate no i was on and off with it well i never i never even tried it it's something i wanted to start but i said it's one of my goals this year and then mm. when we lived together i finally started it, it Was probably because you were as well mm. and yeah man it's um it just allows you to check yourself yeah. like definitely like yeah i can't even can't even it's like
1: when you explain it to someone like oh yeah meditate will help you with this that and this like oh yeah cool 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 it's like nah you really understand like uh, the, the profound impact this is going to have on your life It is almost like life changing. You're more compassionate. You're able to think more clear. You don't get stressed. Like, you're not so worris- worrisome. You're not like, oh, pessimistic or like usually things that would bother me. You know, like when we moved house. Yeah. For a moment, that's still a st- quite a stressful situation. Uncertain- uncertainty is mm-hmm. like what is what worries a lot of people. But for me, I, I don't know if it's coincidence, but I just wasn't like that. I was, I was cool. I wasn't like not worried, but I was cool, calm, collected. I was like, okay, what can we do about this? Not. You got going to bed, worried about anxiety. What do you mean? Recently, leave. when we got
0: evicted and had nowhere to live. Yeah, yeah.
1: I was like, pretty like, it is what it is. What will be, will be. Yeah. Maybe that's part and due to stoicism has helped with that. I like, want that as a tattoo. What will be, will be. What will be, will be, mate. Yeah. It is what it is. Don't no, think right. too. What will be, will be. Too. Yeah. Loads. <laughs> we need that. But yeah, I think just meditate. If there's one thing that I would teach my younger self, it would be to meditate. And read those two things. I agree. In the morning, yeah. that's it. Everything else: cold shower and you know time blocking and all these like productive hacks, productivity hacks. Great, but the two big pillars for me have been meditation and reading. Exactly the, the
0: same. The, the two; those are the two things that are like non-negotiable mm-hmm. that I need to do every single day. Yeah, I don't have to go for a walk. I don't have to do yoga. I don't yeah. have to have a cold shower. Like, I don't have to have a coffee. Mm-hmm. But like, read and, and meditate is non-negotiable, man. It's not cool though, is it? it's not cool.
1: The cool thing is to go and fuck girls and go out and party and get money and get bitches and all that. But really man, I'm telling you, the answer is in the mundane things like
0: meditation and the, the things that are really hard to do, like it's, it's boring. Well, it's it's like it's like I think I said it said it earlier. It's like um your people people want to be happier. And people in order to get happy okay people are like okay i need i want to get this much money i want to get i want to get this car yeah i want to move to i want to go on this holiday then i'll be happy and then and then and it's and it's they they focus on the external things in the hope that by achieving these external things it will somehow change the internal but in reality in order to achieve like true happiness you've got to work on the internal That's try and change the internal for things like meditation mindfulness mm-hmm. and then when you change the internal the external will change it's mm-hmm. like it's like trying to trying to plant a, plant an apple seed and or it's, like, it's like planting a seed and then the apple tree grows and then you you want a orange orange seed out of the apple tree mm. you can't go back into the ground and pull an orange seed out but if you want an orange if you plant an apple apple seed and then you want the orange tree to grow you just put an orange tree mm-hmm. in there and it's working on the that first base level first isn't it yeah i mean it's it's almost as well uh, another analogy i would put is like
1: kitting up your car you see these boy racers, right they put the spoiler on and all the neon spinners but the engine <laughs> the engine is still a 1.2 nothing yeah. right and it's like why are people trying to get like the house and social status etc and, and money success whatever you define that as um and yet you, your mental health your sense of fulfillment your ability to reason your ability to, to be cool calm collected and to be the the conqueror of your own mind is fucked. yeah you don't have it and i think foundationally if we taught that in schools i think sam harris is saying this meditation is going to be as normal as is brushing your teeth in the morning we are going to brush our teeth and then most of us are going to meditate hopefully one day that. Will yeah be. i
0: hope so as well uh, i'm kind of skeptical of it yeah i think it's take like a bit. while i don't know if people were like have that level of awareness. I think, uh, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna sound really arrogant, but I
1: think people don't mate. People don't think, people don't reason. People People are too controlled by mainstream narratives, like uh, like just go get your nine to five and nothing wrong with nine to five, but I'm saying like the, the normal routine of a lot of people is go to school, go to college, yeah. uh, get get a degree, then work really hard, work your way up that hierarchy them, you know, go on a few holidays once or twice a year. Go to a few party events, whatever. Um, and then you know, retire, watch Simpsons, and die,
0: or dream about being a celebrity as well. Or and that a select as well. few might get there. Mate, being famous is pointless now, dude. That's, that's what I was going to say to you a minute ago. Actually, slipped my mind. Um, I try not to. I think this is quite important because I try not to forget this. But obviously, when we talk to each other, we only think about our own reply. Like very rarely do we actually really think about what the other person is saying. Yeah, but one I f- I forget this as well. But one of the biggest because you, as you're speaking, you think, oh, what can I reply? And everyone does it. I do it quite bad. Um, but like the one of the biggest things in terms of conversation was to is to imagine you've got to recite back what they've just said to you. Mm-hmm. I think that's a good thing. But but um, yeah. So it's so a bit of a juggling act doing this podcast mm-hmm. and trying to listen to it at the same time. But what I was gonna say was um, oh shit, what are we talking about? Oh, your yeah, happiness. So you're saying um, you're talking about how people right. always want these things, and there's a reason, man, why so many rich people become philanthropists. And so many people say that like, oh, <clears throat> it's when you get the money, you don't get happier. And it's like, people win the lottery. Yeah, they're happy to begin with the hedonic treadmill, but they go back to that same level of depression. It's it's like having things will not, this is something of, of an epiphany I've had in the last like, year. Mm-hmm. Having things will not make you happier in the long run but people don't see that and people turn a blind eye when people with the things that they have like dude i know so many people on social media that are earning um, millions millions a year they have millions mm. of pounds they have millions of followers and uh, they're just as miserable as someone that gets up and doesn't enjoy their their job in let's say again nine to five or the, like normal mm. job and it's like i i had a, this epiphany a bit when i was um when i was smashing this celebrity from europe oh that yeah, yeah someone yeah. someone quite high profile that m- many men would drag their balls through like tens of miles of glass to like sleep with this woman just to smell a fart through a literally yeah and uh she'd been on some big tv shows as well and i was uh i was i was there like i think not think it's like missionary position looking down and i was like i was like is this it like anticlimactic is yeah like like how many people would literally pay tens of thousands of yeah. pounds more hundreds of thousands of pounds to be in this position. Mm-hmm. Like if they're the money and I'm like, they're like, am I gay that nah, I just think like, <laughs> not I've actually told us, I think I've told this before, like am yeah. I gay? But I was thinking as well, is this it? Like this is, you get there and then it's like, well, this is fucking it. And again, go back to Jordan Peterson. It's, it's like happiness isn't in achieving the goal because when you get there and you re- achieve the goal, you realize it's, it's not all that it's lived up to be. Happiness is actually from, progressing towards a goal. So I, I don't like happiness. You, don't, on, you, you don't like happiness? <laughs> I, think the term, I hate it.
1: I think the term is really misused. And if people see it as a destination, I just want to be happy. It's like, no, it's a continual process that you have to earn throughout the day by having a goal, looking after your mental health. It's a tricky Giving is, to man. others, mm. you know, you're not gonna, be, and also you're not gonna be happy every day. I think people are like, oh, I'm not happy. It's like, hey, guess what? Most of life I think is mundane. Most of life, is just getting up some days and just going to the shops and getting your, getting your food. Yeah. I think the majority of life is pretty mundane and we somehow have this false preconceived notion that we have to be all these Instagrammers who are skydiving in Bali
0: and the Maldives and all that. And, <laughs> and it's like, no, mate, like that's a highlight reel. I can guarantee that unless they have like some high level of consciousness or they're more like present that they are just as miserable as like mm. you, you know? Less is more. Exactly, man. A hundred percent. It's like you said, you said to me as well, which I like, um, Practicing gratitude, like the little things. It's still corny, mate, but it's, it's, it works, works, mate. It works. When you're walking, I do it when I'm
1: walking. I'm like, you know, I said, like I said to you a year ago uh, or, or yeah, a year ago, the situation I'm in now, even though like sometimes sometimes today I feel like a bit, oh, I could be doing more. And I, once I get this and that, and then I'll be like content or whatever, or happy. Yeah. But if my previous self, my past self a year ago, if he could see the present right now, he'd be like dude like that's so sick what you're doing you know you've moved out you're an online coach you're, you're also pt and like you're doing you're doing what you wanted uh things are going well etc you know you're surrounded by people who bring you up who encourage you mm-hmm. you pretty much got everything you've got your mindset sorted you, you're getting better every day like you're getting out like, your comfort zone etc
0: apart from the, like, the pandemic uh, the pandemic which is obviously <laughs> <laughs> don't say the c word I was told about this on a podcast. That apparently, yeah. Do they think? Oh yeah, I heard about this as well, man. Yeah, fucking.
1: Oh yeah, freedom of speech. But anyway, we'll go down there. So, yeah, I think gratitude just is like you can be happy today, but instead you choose tomorrow. I think that says it all. Really, like just happiness is. What is it? Happiness isn't wanting more. It's realizing 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 that I have enough in the present moment yeah and i think like even if it's trivial things man like I, i'm grateful that i've got a roof over my head i'm grateful that i've got uh, a computer to edit on i'm grateful yeah. that i've got up in the i can get up in the morning
0: and go and work out in a gym that's like got the best equipment because you will not appreciate it until it is gone like okay. how shit is it like not having a phone when you break your phone <laughs> happens that me, you yeah. take for granted yeah, yeah, every yeah, day yeah. or you break your computer you take for granted every day it's just about like the way I practice gratitude is I write down every morning three things I'm grateful for. Mm. What do you do, just consciously? Uh, sometimes it's right, but often the time, I just, I've made it habitual
1: when I'm walking uh, throughout the day and when I'm making a, some food or, mm-hmm. or throughout just throughout the day, like, you know what, this is great. Like, this food is amazing right now and there's people starving and I'm, I get to, have, and sometimes, like, you, you'll take it for granted, like Sam Harris, like his uh, his cup of tea was only lukewarm. Yeah. You know, it's just human nature to take things mm-hmm. for granted. But yeah. It does go a long way, man. I was going to say something else, but, I think, yeah, just gratitude. All right, like,
0: what 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 three things? Let's wrap this up. We've been going for ages. Yeah, mate, you got to go. Yeah, what three things? It doesn't have to be three. What do you, if you like learn <clears throat> that are most important to happiness, like su- success, okay. whatever Life it is. Life in general. Life in general, yeah. Recent, like- Fuck, there's so many. But okay, so
1: in, try and keep it short. I think, okay, perspective. Okay. Okay, that's a general, it's a very broad term, but let me try and explain really briefly. If you shift your perspective, mm-hmm. you know, you win because, uh, again, stoicism, but it fucking changed my life, mate. Uh, man is not affected by things, but his uh, opinion about those things. So uh, reality is neutral. And whatever happens to you, it's not personal. Universe isn't out to get you. So whatever your situation is, try and flip it and try and see the silver lining. Mm -hmm. And that kind of comes back to gratitude. Okay. With your perspective, if you can basically change your perspective in any situation you're in, if you're in a situation, if you're listening to this now and you're in a horrible situation, whatever that may be, you haven't got a job or you live with people that you hate or whatever. There's always someone worse. There's always someone off worse. Think of the gratitude and it's nothing personal. Okay, don't be a victim. I think just perspective is like if you can just flip your perspective if you can be cont- in control of how you choose to view the world you are going to win. I think that's that's one way is just perspective. Perspect- I've, you can flip it in anything. There's
0: always a silver lining man. Mm-hmm. No matter how hard. There's always yeah, I a silver agree 100%. lining. Like Viktor Frankl ran such Search for Meaning. Always. It is what you make it isn't it? Mm-hmm. It is what you make it. Exactly. Alright. Solid one.
1: Second I would say don't be a nice guy and that's a bit of general advice um but for me growing up uh and i i looked into this psychologically this stems from uh, fear of rejection fear of not being good enough whether that was parents because either you were taught that if you if you disagreed that you would be abandoned and so then you learn to uh, suppress that into your subconscious and then you basically you seek the approval of others so that you're not rejected and you're not abandoned, which stems from childhood, childhood trauma. And basically don't, learn to say no, learn to let people suffer, okay? Learn to like, life is suffering and you don't have to cater to everyone's needs and you don't always have to think- um, It's selfish
0: to, ultimately selfish to cater for everyone yes. and to say yes, because yeah. you're avoiding the, you're avoiding the, the potential like upset or like someone being offended mm. by something you've done over, over all the people that are actually relying on you. Mm. So I think it's selfish. Yeah, because also those people that you don't want to
1: let down. I think suffering in the dosage is good for you. It's good to suffer. It makes you stronger. So let people deal with their own problems. If you know, as long as you know, I'm not gonna die. But don't don't be don't Alex, help me
0: please. <laughs> no, <laughs> Alex told me to say no. I thought grandma's gonna phone you up for falling down the stairs. Fuck you, grandma. <laughs> but it's
1: like it, it, it's a process. You're not overnight gonna learn be, be able to say no. And I think it comes with age as well, just being sure of yourself. Uh-huh. But I, that's one piece of advice I would say to people is just learn to say no. Learn to learn to stand your ground. But you know, be be and be, be be generous. Be be helpful but not at the expense of your own well-being because you have to be selfish so then you're being selfless yeah and if, yeah. if you have no use you have no use to anyone if you can't help yourself yeah. you need to learn to say no so that you can that you can say yes later without being resentful mm-hmm. <laughs> second point that's done and the last and final point i don't really know i would say advice um invest in yourself okay Uh, I only really clicked onto this about two years ago, maybe probably less than that really. It's really like reinforced it now. But now I'm just saying this today, like I'm reading books, but I'm not just reading it, okay? I think there's one thing to read them, go through them. I think it's really important to be able to recite. So I have a journal and I I write it down in my own words, uh, each interesting fact or highlight and I try and recite that. And uh, yeah, man, I think it it really sticks then. Um, I do a similar thing in my uh, notes on my phone. yeah, Yeah, yeah so i think like just knowledge is is power knowledge is so important and uh because if you can read if you can equip yourself with skills then you're not dangerous like in, in, a, in a lethal way but you're you're not some you're someone to be taken serious you're someone with a value to society you're capital you have capital exactly yeah mm. yeah because I think it was kind of getting into money, but all money is is an exchange of value. I think it's kind of like a form of energy, yeah. and what are you providing to society now? If you have the skills, if you invest in yourself, you take the time to incorporate if if to create high value skills, such as I think they are uh, marketing is massive. Mm-hmm. I think being able to write, yeah, and it was oh, like write. No, I mean like write. Like actually, be able to uh, persuasively write, so you can maybe de- because if you're trying to ever sell a product, which if you're going to be in this modern day day and age, you're probably going to need to sell a product at some point. Yeah. Even that's yourself at a job interview. Mm -hmm. If you can do that with writing, which helps lead into being able to speak as well, um, articulate yourself. This all comes back to investing in yourself. So when I say investing, I mean books, I mean courses, putting yourself first and uh, just basically the best investment you can do is in yourself. And it doesn't matter how much money it costs because at the end of the day, we're so quick to say, I can't afford um, like a, a five hundred pound course and something. Or I can't afford like all this that like, expensive book. Or I can't afford like organic tomatoes on my health. But yet when it comes to a round of drinks on a night out, oh, get them mate. Go on vodka, Red Bull. Yeah, it's so funny how that works. But uh, yeah, I think investing yourself is the, is the last
0: point I would I would say to people. Fair play, dude. That was solid. That was a good one. If you want a part two from myself and Alex, uh, give give me an Instagram message or give Alex an Instagram message as well at Alex Demerol and Atmo Samuels. And you can also find us weekly they will be coming back because we've had a, a bit of a break mm. on the ret site the podcasts are free for all members on there as well obviously training plans articles videos going everything from lifestyle mindset and fitness and everything in between on retfam.com but anyway yeah i got to shoot i've got some bits to do this evening same and uh so busy it's cheers productive. cheers for smashing that one, alex Always, and uh, a pleasure mate see you later man